0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Real You Real Money. I am Ray Dodd, a money coach, of course, and it is really lovely to have you here. I've been through a lot of stuff in my business over the last couple of years, a lot of stuff which is very meta as a money coach to be going through. And one day I'll tell you the full story. I'm close, but not quite there yet. But I... I'm really good at looking at it and going, okay, why is this happening? How is my conditioning playing into this? Why am I playing small here? Why am I not wanting, like why, and when I say playing small, why am I not being myself? Why am I scared to unleash my full self into my business, into my money making? Why do I feel like they're allowed to do that, but I'm not allowed to do that? What are, not just like that's happening, I blame myself, like why? why is that happening and why does that happen for my clients because my clients you guys bring different experiences to me like why is visibility hard for that person why is selling tricky why are higher prices tricky in this space like what is it and and we can go too far that way and obsess over answers i can go too far that way but i realized lying in bed this morning that so much of it it was like it was as if The last couple of years was me experiencing some of that so that I could teach it, so that I could lead other people through it. And now we're in our acting against conditioning era (laughs) was the thing that came to my head. We're in our like, okay, get that. Now let's do the things now let's take action, now let's not make a chair to join the table, let's make a whole table, let's make lots of individual tables that cater to our own needs, like that look really different, different height sizes and different decor and like let's do this thing ourselves so that you've got and this is what always needs to exist, the duality of this is the both and, okay let me take a moment, let me take a beat, why is this happening and now what am I going to do that's different to this, how am I going to build evidence that tells me either two things, two things, either I, it's fine, I'm safe, I can do this, or and we need to talk about the fact that we can build other evidence here. Oh, that was hard and sticky and difficult and I didn't feel overly safe in it and I'm still here and therefore I can do this. So it's holding those two things. And I'm asking myself, all right, let's start again. What, what am I doing this week? What am I gonna be doing to bring in that money? I want you to always remember all the money that you wanna make and come in in one day, in one week. And also in order for that to happen, you need to be making those offers more than once. <laughs> but they can all culminate quite suddenly. And that's actually been my experience often. It's like they layer, it's certainly December was such a clear example of that. They layer and layer and layer and layer. And then it's like, everyone's like, oh yes, let me buy that. Let me buy that. Let me buy that. Let me buy that. But there were weeks of selling through silence. So holding that, I feel scared. I'm not sure. And I'm going to do this. I can do this. You know, both of those things. And and I wrote a post about this a while ago, and it's something that I do with my kids a lot, which is rather than, and myself, let me be clear, rather than it being like, oh, I'm fine. I've got this. I've got this. Sometimes, often, the emphasis needs to be more on I'm I'm good when it's hard. I can do this even when I'm scared. Being scared, having fear, feeling certain ways does not disqualify me from showing up. Now, I'll caveat that with a check-in with your nervous system. What we don't want to do is be in a fight or flight, you know, frenetic place. Does that make sense to people? That kind of like, and push through. That also needs part of the both and is that you can afford, and I use the word afford very, very purposefully, you can afford to step back. You get a point for taking an afternoon off or a day off. I took all of Thursday and Friday off and I'm not going to lie, I was like, but I needed, I needed that time off. I really did. I injured my neck on Thursday night, which was fun. (laughs) I fell asleep. I was so tired. I fell asleep on a pillow and gave myself a crick in my neck. So didn't really move on Friday. But watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy. So this week, I think this week, I'm gonna be re-releasing Sell That Thing for anyone that's not done it. And I don't know, I think I'll probably just add stuff rather than completely redo it because I think it's a really solid course. But I so I took Sell That Thing off sale because I spoke to a coach who I really admire. And she said to me, Ray, I think what you do is a bit confusing. I'm not sure if you're a business coach, a selling coach or a money coach. And so we talked through stuff and she was like, I think you should take sell that thing off. And so and I was at the time, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to do that. So it wasn't for sale anymore. And I wanted to really be like, I'm a money coach. I'm a money coach. I'm a money coach. But I'm also a money coach who understands that maybe, and I've never thought of this before, maybe you can be just a money coach if you talk just about manifesting and the idea that money like kind of, because some talk about manifesting, a lot of it tends to fall into that space of like it just sort of comes to you, falls into your lap kind of stuff. But I really believe in money making activities. And I think a lot of the reason women particularly or people conditioned as women don't make money is because actually we've been conditioned to not be good at selling because that requires visibility. So we would be required to stay only visible if you qualify for visibility and if you're acceptable vi- and visibility-wise. And that means even for the people that look the right way, they can only let out certain amounts of who they are, right? My whole thing is I'm always gonna call myself a money coach. It never occurred to me to even though I was deeply uncomfortable with the idea of it it never occurred to me to call myself something different because people are looking for a money coach and actually the fact that I am different means I stand out and it complements the work again my weird analogies one of my weird analogies that anyone who's done a one-to-one call with me has heard me talk about is lasagna and salad are one of my favorite meals right now lasagna on one hand is this stodgy cheesy like sloppy piece of goodness salad is cold it's crispy it's healthy it's like it's the antithesis of lasagna right but you put them together on the same plate very important my husband has one then the other and no no on the same plate because the two things together are beautiful And I think about that, they're kind of a contradiction. They're an amazing juxtaposition. And a lot of us in our industries, when we show up differently with lasagna and salad, it actually complements it. (laughs) So what I'm saying is, the two things together, it's a good thing, they complement each other. This is a both, it's a both and situation. The patriarchy has conditioned us to only be okay with one thing. There is no both and in the patriarchy. There isn't even man and woman in the patriarchy, which I'm, I'm saying that, like, that's a gender binary that's incredibly narrow, man and woman. There isn't even that in the patriarchy. There is just one. Mono. One thing. Pass it down to people that look like us, sound like us, act like us. That's all that happens. It's honestly why I believe, and I say this a lot, but why the to- Tories have had more female leaders than the, than the Labour Party. Because, not that the Labour Party is perfect with any of this stuff at all, but you do see a wider range of person, of woman, of of man even, in the Labour Party. is kind of doing his best to disprove that point, but you do see, like, I think, is it Jess Phillips? Like, you see people, I can name a few, like, women that just aren't that cardboard cutout of the Tory that gets passed down and down and down. There's going to be feelings of, oh, I haven't done enough. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, what if this happens? What if I don't make it? All of that stuff. And I want you to hold the both end. You're able to exist with that concern, that feeling and be like, if I let that rule, if I let that be the feeling I hold on to, that is going to become true. Would I rather get to the end of the week and be like, well, I did the stuff. Would I rather get to the end of the week and be like, well, I showed up and I filled in so many of my alternate markers of success. And now if things didn't sell, there's some business problems for me to address. What was going on? Maybe my audience needed more time. Maybe I need to tweak something. Maybe I wasn't fully behind it. What did I learn? So I think it takes time. It takes taking a moment and depending on how you process stuff, maybe journaling, maybe sending a voice note to somebody to talk it through, a coach or posting in the group or just sitting with it, because our conditioning can very much be push through, push through, push through. So it takes time to know where that inner feeling comes from. Um, and again, it's it's always making space to get that wrong at times, but I think often, so this might be just how it presents for me, but when I know something, it's less squirmy, When it's like, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to, there's a lot of shoulds. There's not a lot of choice. It's very black and white when it's more of a conditioning thing. Often I'll find that it is in direct conflict with something else I believe. So I think checking in with somebody, knowing that again, we live in scarcity infected waters. So we are often, and conditioning infected waters. So we are often going to lean into our conditioning because Often our conditioning feels safer. So the other question that I always like to ask is, is this so it might feel safer, right, to push through? Because often the belief is when I do, I make money, right? Like, well, I can't possibly make money on the days that I'm not doing things. So again, to talk about Christmas, one of the things that happened was I sold and sold and sold. And there was a lot of wanting to stop and not stopping. There was a lot of feeling, feelings and and not stopping. Then on the, th- I remember it being a Thursday before Christmas, I had this really deep sense. Again, it's often like more here than like up here. And I had this really deep sense of, okay, now it's time to rest. On the Thursday, I stopped. And I don't know if I did anything on the Friday, but definitely my conditioning told me the money's not come in yet, Ray. So you need to keep doing until the money's come in. But it was a bit like when you've been going, like going up on like I'm I'm imagining skiing. I've never been skiing, so I don't know how it works. But like if you were climbing up, like going to ski and then you're like, okay, I'm at the top now. Let me coast down. So there was a sense of I've built up enough fuel. I've built up enough fuel in my business to now or in this moment in my business to now. Leave it be. And on that Thursday, three or four payments came in. I think there were a few payments. There was somebody saying, I'm I'm in. Like, it was like, and I went shopping that day. But it was a really deep sense. But that came from daily check-ins with myself. Like, as in, I was spending time with myself. Like, I was journaling. I'll pull some tarot cards. I was meditating. I, like, guided meditations. I can't do just the general, like, my mind wanders off. Guided meditations. I was really really connecting with those parts of myself so that on the Thursday, it was like, right, got it. I'm going to stop. Like I was very intentionally doing things via my intuition. Now, I'd love to say that I'm always that way. I'm not. But yeah, it's that you, you begin to sense the differences. And obviously, you build that sense by trusting it and starting to act on it, which allows you to build the evidence. I think one of the things for me is just always trusting that there's more time Like, there's always more time. So if you haven't brought in the money and you go, well, you know what, right? I'm going to go again. I'm just going to keep going. Or you might go, I'm going to pause, reflect, and I'm going to start again. Because I want you to remember that when you're, you know, you are building that all the time. and, and, And it doesn't just disappear the moment you stop. It just doesn't go. It's still there. You pick it back up. So if on the Thursday nothing had happened, I would have picked it up on the Friday. I planned on coming back in between Christmas and New year just very quickly, but got COVID. But it was all good. It was all good. And I have been in situations where I've been like, oh, I honestly think I don't have time. I honestly think this isn't the case. And guess what? There was always more time. There was always more time. The only time there won't be more time is when I'm dead and then I won't care. So (laughs) I know that's a big clip. But like it's there's always going to be more time. And if we can continually focus on what we want, what actually like continually remove the bits that we're doing because we have to. Then. It, it almost expands time. Because we spend a lot of time worrying. We spend a lot of time having to fight against urges. And some of those urges are because we are acting outside of ourselves. That makes sense? We're acting. We're having to push harder because we're going against the tide that's saying you can't be yourself. You can't be yourself. You can't be yourself. Like I think about clothes are the easiest example for me all the time. If you said to me, if you gave me a rack of somebody else's clothes and said, Ray, put together an outfit from that that you feel really comfortable in, that you like, it would take me forever. If you send me to my own wardrobe, I'm just like, boom, boom, done. Super fast, done. Not a problem because I'm picking out things that already feel like me. But if you send me to somebody else's wardrobe... I mean, things aren't going to fit me properly. I'm going to be squeezing myself in. It's not going to feel right. You know, I spent time like wanting to do it this way. And now you're telling me I have to do it that way. And so that will take up more time. But both events are getting dressed. Both events are the same thing. Both events should on paper take the same amount of time. Lots of things don't feel right because we've been conditioned to believe that they have to be a certain way. And actually the right thing feels really uncomfortable because we're doing it our way. And we've been told to seek permission. We've been told to be kind at all costs. We've been told to do all of these things. So keep going, keep doing what you're doing. You've got this. I'm excited to hear how it continues to go for everybody. All right. I'll see you soon.